Welcome to the Proclaim and Defend podcast, a ministry of the Foundations Baptist Fellowship International. We seek to encourage and inform pastors on modern-day topics from a biblical perspective. Our mission is to bring together like-minded Baptists to collaborate in glorifying God through fulfilling the Great Commission. Wars and rumors of wars. We live in dark times. The world is in such a state of insanity, sorrow, and rage that it makes us wonder at the viability of humanity because of its tendency to self-destruct. War in Ukraine, war in Israel, rumored war with China, China against Taiwan, Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, nuclear weapons, arrogant politicians, and mentally incompetent human leaders. It's enough to make your head spin. There's a common question that Christians ask as they observe world events such as we are seeing now. Is this it? Is Jesus coming now? It's a reasonable question. It's not an assertion that this is the moment. It's a question based upon the promises of Jesus Christ and the biblical certainty of the return of Christ. The doctrine of the return of Jesus Christ is as much a fundamental of the faith as is the doctrine of the deity of Jesus. Believers may argue about the details, but the fact that Jesus is returning is settled biblical truth. The disciples, like everyone else, wanted to know when this would happen. And Jesus, in Matthew 24, had a remarkably candid conversation with them about the nature of the future events that will yet unfold. False labor means near, but not yet. In Matthew 24, verses 4 through 14, Jesus describes what the church age will look like leading up to the end. Some see these verses as characterizing the early parts of the Great Tribulation described in Revelation 4 through 19 and characterized by Daniel as the 70th week of Israel. I believe that verses 4 through 14 describe the church age and especially the things that will happen leading up to the end of that age. To me, the key is understanding Matthew chapter 24, verse 8. The word translated sorrow in many Bibles is the word used to describe labor pains. The beginning of birth pains is an ancient expression for a near universal experience in pregnancy. It's called false labor, or as medical people now call it, Braxton Hicks contractions. These occur throughout pregnancy but are usually not felt until the latter third of a gestation. Many young couples have made the mad dash to the hospital expecting a new baby to be born, only to be sent home to wait longer. False labor really isn't false labor. It's preliminary labor. It intensifies as the day of birth approaches and is a reminder that it is truly nearing. That is the way that Jesus describes the church age in which we live and the characteristics of this age become more intense as the day of birth, the end, will come. So to whom is Jesus speaking here? Is he speaking to the disciples as Jewish believers? Well, they are both and their perspective and longing include both a Jewish and a Christian hope. This changes perspective on the passage. He's speaking to them as ones who look for and long for the return of the Messiah. The disciples know the the Messiah to be Jesus, but many of the unconverted Jews long for him as well. They just have refused to acknowledge that Jesus is the one that they seek. So there's a sense in which Jesus is speaking to both Jews and Christians here. There will be wars and rumors of wars. Wars and rumors of wars will increase. 
Matthew chapter 24 says, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Warfare and rumors of warfare will increase. And so it has occurred. More people were killed as a consequence of war in the 20th century than in all the rest of human history. And it's not close. Historians speculate that in all of human history, about 150 million people have been killed in war. 108 million of those 150 million were killed between the years 1900 and 2000. Jesus said this would happen, but he also said not to be frightened because this is not yet the end. Matthew 24, verse 6. Persecution will come. As a teenager, I read Fox's Book of Martyrs. It was disturbing and heartbreaking. From the time of the disciples, and including the disciples, believers have paid for their faith and for their declaration of the gospel with their lives. Jesus predicted this too in Matthew chapter 24, verse 9. Persecution is not a thing of the past. It is occurring in the world at an ever-increasing rate. Is this speaking of anti-Semitism? that type of persecution, or the abuse of Christians? I think the answer to that is yes. Certainly it included the disciples and Christians, but also extends to anyone who would be associated with the God of Israel, even if it is just by birth or citizenship. Satan hates the church, and he hates Israel. We never had a promise that this age would be easy. In contrast, our promise from Jesus is that it would be hard filled with suffering and persecution as we look forward to eternal, incorruptible rewards. False Christs will proliferate. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. That's Matthew 24, verse 5. Matthew 24, verses 10 through 12 say this, At that time many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and will mislead many. Because lawlessness is increased, many people's love will grow cold. False teachers and false gospels will abound. The great American experiment in religious freedom had an unintended consequence. While it gave sincere believers the freedom to worship according to scripture and conscience and share their faith, it also allowed the proliferation of false Christs and false religions. Not long after the religious freedom was established, here, such groups as Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Universalism, Divine Science, Christian Science, New Thought, Unitarians, and many more sprang up. These new groups, along with the corruption of the Catholic Church, the Orthodox Church, and their subsidiaries, affirm Jesus' words about the defections at the end of the age. The gospel will also spread throughout the world. This gospel of the kingdom, Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Some have claimed that the gospel of the kingdom here is different from the gospel of the New Testament church. They do that in order to make this worldwide evangelism described here fit within the Great Tribulation period. That's unnecessary. The gospel is the gospel. The gospel of the kingdom is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the fact that Jesus is the Messiah. He is God in the flesh. He was born on earth, lived a sinless life, died for our sins, and rose victorious over death and the grave. Our forgiveness is granted and secured as we repent of our sin, accept his gift of salvation, and rest upon him as our only hope for eternity. This message has been preached throughout all the world. The modern missionary movement began with William Carey as he left England for India in 1793. The next 
200 years brought an explosion of missionary work that had not been seen since the time when the initial apostles went out and turned the world upside down for Jesus Christ. To not make the connection between the words of Christ in Matthew chapter 24, verses 4 through 14, and the events of the last 200 years, wars and rumors of wars, persecution, worldwide evangelism, it would seem to be an exercise in ignoring the obvious. Then comes the end. And then, Matthew 24, 14, the end will come. I believe the end that is mentioned in Matthew 24, 14, and then described in the following verses, is the time of Jacob's trouble, the 70th week of Daniel, or more commonly known as the Great Tribulation Period. All that is described in Revelation chapters 4 through 14 is part of that same biblical event, the end. It is that final judgment upon the world associated with the return of Jesus Christ bodily from heaven to set up his kingdom. So, where are we now? Well, we're in the days of false labor or preliminary labor. The end is not here yet. But as every contraction, whether false or real, reminds the young couple that a baby is coming, so the events described by Jesus Christ remind us that he is returning, and maybe very soon. Even so come quickly, Lord Jesus. This has been the Proclaim and Defend podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and give us a good review. If you want to learn more about the FBFI, check out our website at fbfi.org or our blog, Proclaim and Defend, at proclaimanddefend.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Proclaim and Defend podcast.